And that's what we give to the students as well. Yes, you know how to create visual impact and to charge for your artistry, for your craftsmanship, but also commercially wise. Because at the end of the day, nobody wants to be a starving artist or florist. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Welcome to How We Bloom, an oasis of flower ideas. I'm your host, Sharon McGookin, AIFD, AAF, PFCI, and I believe that every great success story starts with one simple idea. That's why we interview those who dare to do things differently, inspiring people who plant seeds, grow ideas, and bloom to their full potential. In this podcast, we listen, learn, and explore new opportunities, and that's how we bloom. Today, I have an exciting episode to share with you. Design visionary Tomas de Bruin and business strategist Christy Lopez are joining me in conversation to talk about upcoming trend-setting opportunities of EMC, European Master Certification. Tomas and Christy have the goal of growing EMC participants to their full potential. Tomas is based in Belgium and Christy in Northern Virginia. They offer floral education without borders. They are here to share with us how you can experience EMC to expand your floral design potential. Introduce the concept of ICE, the Infinite Creative Effect, ICE, and share the details of how to attend an upcoming floral event called Duologue that takes place in Miami. Let's get started with these interesting details. Welcome to Moss and Christy. Hello there. Well, and first of all, thank you for having us. I'm very excited. EMC has been such a successful program. What was the inspiration behind developing the potential of others? Well, there was a search. I knew that there were people searching for more. And if you say, what is the common factor of our graduates? The common factor is there should be more. Knowing this, we came up with a curriculum that we can offer that more because people want to explore their own potential and they know that we can go further because you know what? You can always challenge yourself to become better than yesterday. And that's why we come up with a curriculum saying, yes, you can be your own teacher. You can teach yourself in a certain language, and that's the language of design. And basically, that was the seed that you just told us. Like, that that was the start. Very interesting. Well, and there was that very fact, too, of what attracted me to it. Gosh, that was in 2016. <laughs> was the fact that it was focused around learning some more about European floral design. And what I found is that it wasn't just European. It was more of a more global rounded type of curriculum for me to learn about how I could design with my own creativity and not just by learning concepts or copying something in order to understand how to put together different floral designs. The, the curriculum... It's written by experience because when I was younger, I was looking for 
I also wanted to grow. I want to be better. I want to be the designer that was in, in favor for everybody. But I couldn't find the right education or I couldn't find the right classes. So I have to educate myself. And from that experience and the fact that I was traveling around the world, I picked up all the important things that brought me to the position that I am at this moment. And that's what we just give the students. Yes, we give a certain theory, but it's more what is really relevant being a designer. What does your clients want from you? They don't want to hear how good you are in color. <laughs> it's cool, right? If you are a color guru, it's nice. Really, we all love you. But what does it bring on the table to be a color guru for your clients? And that's actually what Christy says. Christy is good in certain aspects. So how can you translate this in commercial success? That's very valuable. How many people do you think you have led through EMC already? Well, we have over 200 alumni at this point worldwide. That's amazing. So it's small but mighty. I think that's a pretty <laughs> impressive number. And I forget how many different countries. <laughs> Tomas, do you remember? No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, but it, yes, we should... We should count, but I think it's over the 20, I guess. And it's not a global thing. It's not a country thing. It's like what what unifies everybody is like, okay, what I said is like the ambition and looking for how, and that has nothing to do with your nationality. And it's like the people who are reaching out to EMC, like I said, they're coming from all the world. And that makes the program also very interesting because we learn from each other so much, all the different cultures. Like we have a huge part of, I think we've got like 10 people from India. I'm not sure. Now I'm looking to Christine. <laughs> but what those people are bringing onto the table, what, when how they see design and how they see a process of making florals, it, it teaches us and we learn from that people as well. We've got some from Japan who are really like into the detail, immensely into the detail. So we learn from each other, which enriches us all. Yes. And I would say, too, that when you think about it, like for us, we've started to realize, okay, what's needed? And we expanded and we've translated our foundation curriculum into Spanish. And we've also are working on translating it into Chinese. So it's kind of taken a bigger growth path as well for the main program. It's expanded under its own power. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Can you walk us through the process of if I decided today that I would choose to be EMC, what would be the process to attain that status? So the main program we offer is our certification program, and it's divided into three steps. The great part about that is that you can do it at your own pace. So it's almost like going to university, right? You decide that this is what you're going for, and then you take the classes that you need to get to that point. And so for us, we're like, okay, how did we divide that up? It's foundation, practicum, and advanced. And because of COVID, God love COVID, <laughs> we were able to put foundation into an online eight-week system 
where it used to be, like when I took it, we had six days to take in all of the information in foundation, wow. which is foundational ways to learn how to do floral design. So we've expanded it into eight weeks. And then there's practicum also that's building on foundation where you get to really implement more and solidify what you're learning and being able to grow. And that's over eight weeks online. And then we have advanced, which is 10 days in Belgium to finish out your certification. (laughs) What better way, right? So it's a process and we have found that it's been very successful. And I know some people are a little on the fence, like how in the world can you learn floral design online? But what we've found is that the combination of our online with the coaches, having that interaction weekly, doing the assignments, talking about them, getting the critiques is really, really producing stronger designers that are able to really get some valuable feedback on each of their designs to find out where can I grow? Do I understand the concept? Do I know what it means to work with proportion? Do I know what it means to work with lines? So, so many great tidbits. I know I kind of went off on a tangent, but it's a great curriculum. (laughs) It's so true because you can ask yourself, how do you measure a success of a student, right? So basically what we do in the foundation class and practicum, we prepare the students to be ready for the advanced because there's so much because first you have to learn the notes before you start playing with the notes, before you start making your own music. So with the blended learning, because we were one of the first who was doing this, we discovered that the students were more ready on the advanced class because they came up with better solutions and they start to get better because it's all about interaction, the elements of principles of design. It's all about that, how you combine them, how you combine your elements, how do you let them interact that they lift each other up and so on and so on. Also, how you communicate. So we could see in the advanced class that we dealt with a higher level of students, which of course we are very proud of that we could make a difference with those people. And then of course the the points were higher, but also it's very satisfying that you see in the exam, because the last three days, two days and a half, are exams that Chris and I, we always take the exams from the students and we'd say, you are somebody who can come up with a nice design but you actually also understand what you design. You know not only the what, but you know we ask for why are you doing this? And they could explain actually, yes, I use this color and this color together because I wanted to reach that outcome. And that gives us so much respect for somebody who really knows how and why they're doing something. That's amazing. It's a robust program and I liken it to going to university and making that investment and learning how to design. And no matter where you are, what materials you get, what you're given, you can tap into your creativity and find the solutions because you know the foundation of what design is all about. And when you say tap in, 
And that we- brings me back to the concept of ice, the infinitive creative effect. Can you tell me a little about that? Tomas is looking at me. <laughs> well, basically what we're after and what our goal is for designers in the floral industry is that they become a more conscious creative, that they're not just throwing flowers into a vase and voila, because that's what the grocery store people think that, you know, they can just pick up the flowers. They know when the average person goes to the grocery store, picks up the flowers and brings it home and they just plop it into the vase. And sometimes they cut it. Sometimes they may not. Sometimes they use flower food. Sometimes they don't. There's more to it. And there's a reason why what we do is so special and evokes emotions out of people. It's how do you design? How do you learn how that comes? And most creatives have an instinctual part to them, right? That's like, I love, there's something about it. There's a passion around it. But then we also get to know how we can tap into that even further by knowing how to use those elements and principles. And it kind of flies in the face a little bit of, I don't need education (laughs) because most people are learning all the time, right? So why not take the time to learn some things that are going to catapult you in your design and how you work with your clients, how you can take what they're saying and just immediately be able to give them the vision that they're looking for based on what they're saying to you. And you're not searching for a picture. You're not searching for something that you need to copy because you're trying to go back and do something you've done before. It's automatic. It's tapping into your creative juices. It's all about communication. That's it in short. It's like if you can communicate, if my English is not perfect, but I, I can communicate with you. Right? So I can express myself. So if somebody's coming in your shop and you can express the desires, the expectations of your client through your medium, and the medium is actually your flowers, and you know how to combine them, you know how to put them together color-wise, form-wise, botanical-wise, and so on, then you actually are communicating the way what they want to say. They want to express certain emotions, like Chrissy said, and it's so true. And it's not only in a flower shop, it's also if you're doing like events or if, if you do like sympathy work, that's a huge one. If people want today, they want to show more their, their grief, but their sympathy or like, okay, like you can go with pastels, you can go with certain flowers, you can, you can create a certain tribute to the person who has passed away through your flowers. So that's how we do it. Then you have to be conscious in selecting your elements. And your elements are your botanicals. And your botanicals are half elements like the stem, like the shape, like the form, like the color, and so on and so on. So the further you go, the more and better you can communicate. And it it sounds a little woo-woo, right? You're like too far up there. But what this does is brings it down to a level where you're like, So many aha moments inside the community. We have a EMC circle community besides the regular community, the conscious creative community, which anyone can join. 
if you're in a particular foundation or practicum or advanced, you're in your own group in there too. And they get to show their insights every week of what, what did you find this week? What, what was it that you learned? And it's amazing the things that come out of them and what we hear, because you start to see, oh my gosh, that wasn't even something that I picked up during that part of the course, but I could see that now. And I see how that resonates with you. And that's important because you get to pick on people at different levels. And sometimes it's something that we said, okay, it's so obvious, but because it's so obvious, it's not obvious for everybody. Like in the foundation class, I also do the critiquing twice and I come up and then ask, okay, what was your hashtag win? Tell us, share with us. And then somebody said, oh, I didn't know about that. You even can do that with lines. I thought like, okay, I just put some flowers and there is like a stemma on some petals and that's it. But the potential a stem has, and I can express so many more things with only one stem because I was only focused on the flower. I never focused on myself on the stem, but that was the last hashtag when a student told with us. So that really gives us the, the ambition to go further, right, Christine? Yes. Because that, that <laughs> is so awesome to hear, like, oh my gosh. Yes. We, we did something extra for that person. We made a difference for that person. Well, then our coaches and teachers are amazing. They so are amazing. so into their students and dedicated, getting them to see the results. And that's what makes a winning team. Honestly, we wouldn't be able to do what we do without them. It's a huge asset for us to have them on our team. Yes, but that's true. And that's why also from the start, we said, okay, we go for blended learning and we're going to start with a pot and a pot cannot be higher than five persons. Because if you do like more than five persons on Zoom meeting, you're going to lose the personalities. You're going to lose that personal contact and so on, that, that coaching part. So those are all things that Christy and I, we said, okay, we don't want to grow like in a very fast way, but we want to grow in a very like solid, stable way. And it takes longer, but we have a very strong foundation with the right people, with the right products. <laughs> Those are my dogs who want to say something as well. So sorry about that. They're very friendly. <laughs> Do you have a, a memory of one person that perhaps struggled? They came through the process and you're thinking, oh, this is going to be difficult for them. And then all of a sudden they got it and they just started to shine. Yes. Actually, we talk about this often. Tomas and I see it. And, and we talk with the coaches too, because we have a biweekly call with the whole team. I do. And so it's interesting to me because we will talk about different students and we'll say, okay, this person seems to be struggling. It's not really, they need some help or we're not sure if they're going to go on to practicum. They want to do play a little bit more, but one student comes to mind that she was struggling throughout foundation and she's like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and go for it. I'm going to go into practicum and do practicum. And she 
stuck with it. And then about halfway through practicum, it was like her struggle was hanging on to everything that she had learned in the past and everything else and like trying to put this together. How am I going to do it? And then it was like all of a sudden she just let it go and started just designing from what she was learning and letting her own creativity shine through. And gosh, it just clicked. And that felt like a tremendous success to you, didn't it? That was worth your investment. There are others though. There's one in particular that I can remember. And Tomas and I would be like, she's almost through advanced. And we're like, she is still holding back. She has so much potential and we can tell she's still holding back. And it got to the days where we have the final exams and they're doing several different designs and wow, she broke. (laughs) And we were in talk where they do a interpretive design from the Louvre in Paris. We take them to the Louvre and they pick a painting and they have to interpret that design and they, there's several things around that, but she came in and she started crying and it was just impactful for what she was doing. It was like, she's like, oh my gosh, it finally just, everything just shed. <laughs> Our goal is not for anyone to cry, <laughs> but if it's success, we could just tell like, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like, Yes you've got it. This is it. So this is how, different times, different people. Those are stories that we hear from afterwards. Like we had the light bulb happened or during the advanced or afterwards, or we had that moment like, Oh my God, it really comes beautiful together. Now I get it because that's a little bit of problem with not a problem. It's not a problem, but a lot of floral designers or florists, they see all the puzzle pieces, but they do not see the whole puzzle. So what we try to do is like, okay, let's take all the little puzzle pieces and put them all together. And then on the end, you will see everything is interacted. For instance, like we have somebody like Jennifer, (laughs) she didn't know why should we learn a nomenclature? It's like, okay, what's in the name, right? But in nomenclature, it's like, it's, you have to know your medium. The better you know your medium, the better you can play with it. The better you are seeing the advantage, but also knowing the disadvantages and so on. On the end, she finally said, okay, well, you know what? I will surrender myself. And I'm going <laughs> to learn them. And she learned and she lost herself in its story of nomenclature. She became more nomenclature guru so so she came up with a whole program about nomenclature because she could really see how valuable it was like a chef in the kitchen i always go for a chef in the kitchen if he doesn't know about the difference between or a sommelier between the different wines you should know your different wines and the more you know the more you go in depth and the more you can communicate like we just i had that conversation so minutes ago so that makes it all very interesting and I always liken it to a, a painter, right? When when I'm painting, if I don't know the difference between using oils or acrylics, boy, I'm in for a real lesson. <laughs> so how in the world can you design if you really don't know your medium 
and know what things could be substituted, what things work. And we just dive into it. We really do. But the thing is that in here we are talking about more the artistic way. But on the end is, yes, it is really cool to follow EMC artistic wise. But on the end, it does make a difference financially. Yes. It makes a difference because you're going to make decisions that are more efficient. That going to save you lots of money because you are not using that many roses or you're more efficient in time or you know how to combine or you work with negative space and so on. So this is actually, like I said, I do that. I don't have a flower shop anymore, but I do events. That's my strength. I just, I charge for air and air is free, but I do kind of put my arrangements together that I create visual impact. And that's what we give to the students as well. Yes, you know how to create visual impact and you charge for your artistry, for your craftsmanship, but also commercially wise. Because at the end of the day, that nobody wants to be a starving artist or florist. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're giving inspiration to make people want to expand. Well, I guess there's probably two different ways to look at that. From within what we do, we offer our mastermind experience for the alumni. And that comes every other year now. And this year is uh, for 2024 in, in September is the mastermind experience where they can come back. They come back to Belgium and they experience it differently than they did in advance. There's no testing. There's nothing involved there. It's really just for them to kind of come back and have a mastermind with Tomas. And we do different things. They get to re-energize themselves and learn, but then they also get some one-on-one -on -one time with him taking them through their journey of where they've been through design and they get to see from his side where their impacts could be. And it's really an immersive experience. So there's that when it comes to EMC, but when it comes to what we would love for those that have done things with us before in EMC is we always want to encourage them to continue learning, continue being that inquisitive creative and that conscious creative through all the things that they do. We're not the only way to get education, but we always want to encourage education no matter what. If you're a retail florist, we have Duologue in April and in Miami. So if you're in the United States, come to see us because <laughs> we're using a different side of approach and we're really diving in with utilizing your creativity as a retailer. And how do you do that commercially? How do you create things and get the results that you want financially, profitably? How this came about was we did a survey last year on the floral design market. Like what's going on? What's on your mind? What's coming up for you around design? Half of the questions were answered around their business of their design. So we 
you know, we put our heads together. That's what we do best when we get together or working remotely all the time. We come together a few times a year and we just really dug in and said, what can we do? And for retailers, we said, okay, we named it Duologue because it's a duo conversation where creativity meets business. We're using what's best between us to help bring business strategies and creative strategies to the retailer and so that they can maximize how they design, use their own signature designs, not having to go necessarily with wire service designs or things like that. How can you use your own creativity and set yourself apart and do that on your website with your clients and do it profitably? Because we all want money in our pocket, right? That's what I said about that starving artist. (laughs) Nobody wants it. (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) Give us some more details about Duolog. (laughs) If we wanted to attend Duolog, tell us how to go about that, the dates, the times, the expense. Sure. Well, there's two different parts to do a log. There's the workshop that's three days, April 10th through 12th in Miami, Florida. And there is the one day demonstration that you can sign up for separately if you want. But if you come to the workshop, you automatically get a ticket to the demonstration. So the three-day workshop is $2,997 for the three days. And if you just come to the demonstration, that's only $47. And that is where you're going to see how we're incorporating, how Tomas is going to incorporate trends into your business and show you how you can do that with designs, how you can do that with display and how we share the business profit strategies around that. Whereas the workshop really digs in. You're able to get your hands into how this can regenerate your business, not only just by doing some hands-on designs with the trends, because this stems from our trend report, and I'll let Tomas talk about our trend report shortly, but it's going to say, okay, here you're learning how to do some designs, great, or you're learning how to incorporate your signature style with the trends so that you can have seasonality and change up your website, change up your store display, however way you want to do it and maximize that. But with how do you do that profitably? How do you create, you'll get a toolkit that you walk away with that is a business toolkit, not like physical tools, you know, for cutting and stuff like that, but actual business toolkit. So you can implement that and use it on your website. You can use things in your workroom to help you with pricing and things like that. And I'll let Tomas talk about the trends and how that incorporates and how they get results from that. Okay, cool. Well, yes, every time we come up with a trend report and It's not what I like or what I think it will be trendy. We work with a trend agency in Europe that works for the car industry and the carpet industry and so on and so on. So it's broad. It's not only like a very small industry they are working. Also in the perfume industry, which is one of the biggest actually. 
So we get to trends from there and we translate them. Like what is interesting for the floral industry in general? Of course, the colors, what kind of florals, botanicals will fit in what kind of vases, what kind of textures we're going to use and so on. So we come up with a, a, a trend report that should work in practice. It's not like a theoretical something that we come up with. Like I, I do it from experience. By the way, we did the trend for a company, Lernerwolle, in Austria. So we developed trend boxes as from them. So we always go from what is actually working on the market. So in this case, we are working with four different trends. And this is a colorful trend. This is a classic trend, a modern trend, and actually the, a little bit the more avant-garde. So we see what is possible. And we came up with a trend report in March. And we already knew that the trend color of the year would be in the range of peach, orange, red, because we have a very strong trend. We call it Celestian. That was like, we could see that trend will be very, very, very big. So in this case, in Duolog, we're going to talk about this. That's a little bit the red thread, creative-wise. We're going to show you the different trends. We're going to show you how to implement them because you don't have to implement all the trends. You have to implement the trend where you feel good at. And that means also if you work in your shop with that certain trend, you're going to attract people who likes you, who yes. likes your trend. Because some florists, they want to sell to everybody. The first thing what you should do in your flower shop is position yourself. Okay, who I am, who are my clients? Or no, that's the wrong question. Is who do I want as a client? That's something else. Who do I want to serve? Correct, correct. So in, in this case, and that's beautiful on the duologue here, I'm the creative guy and I'm so um, happy that I have Christy joining that duologue because Christy is the person who says, okay, well, yes, there is more because you can make the most beautiful things in the cellar, but if you do not put them in the window display, they will never sell. So Christy will tell them like, okay, how should you sell them or how should you profile yourself into or social media? or on the street, or whatever. So it's a very beautiful, like Christy said, dialogue between creativity and, and business. And how would someone register for this? They can register on our website at europeanmastercertification.com slash duologue, and it's D-U-O-L-O-G-U-E. Very good. If you're going on our Instagram page at EMC Program, you can always see it on our links there too, and you'll be able to check it out. We've also created a small guide that you can download and just get a taste of kind of what we're doing and seeing about it, along with a special offer. If you download the guide, we have a special offer. If you decide to sign up within 48 hours, you get a couple extra things here that are additional on to coming to the workshop. We're excited to work with those that want to see a difference in their business moving forward. And we know that there's so much potential. Tomas and I both had successful flower shops. I had two here in the Washington DC area and it it's possible to be profitable. Mm -hmm, absolutely. <laughs> we don't have to be in a place of wondering how we're going to deal with the rising prices of, and the supplies and things like that. There's always a 
bright thing to look at and look forward to. We're always caught up in the weeds, right? We don't like to work with weeds, but we get caught up in the weeds of our business every day as retailers. So we want to bring them a fresh perspective that they can really utilize, not just imagine, but actually put into practice when they're leaving. And we actually have some things extended for them. There's some coaching calls that they're going to be able to come to after the workshop is over to answer questions, how you're implementing. Is there something that's a sticking point for you or where you're having trouble? Let's get that worked out. So it's not just this, you know, come for fun. It is going to be fun because wherever we are, we have fun. <laughs> right, Tomas? Right. <laughs> you know, right. it's never a boring time. And, you know, we both have come from backgrounds of putting things together, even with my past Mid-Atlantic Floral Association presidency and being on that board and knowing how to put together a convention and doing workshops. It's a vibrant workshop and we want them to see a major difference in their business going forward. It's actually, if, if you're in our business, but not only in the floral business, but as an entrepreneur, it's all about the making the right choices. Mm -hmm. We have so many choices in life, but what are the right choices? What are the, the ones that are not taking you as fast as possible to your goals? And that's why we want to share with the people, okay, if you make certain choices, you will reach your goals quicker and more efficient. Money-wise as well, of course, creative-wise. Well, in my case, creative-wise. In Chrissy's case, business-wise. And that's why Duloc, that's the, the message we want to give to the people. Fantastic. This has been so very interesting, and I can't wait to share it with our audiences. We do, of course, do podcast and blog of the same information because some of our people like to read and some like to listen. We try to reach both. We're real excited to share this with them. If there is one closing word of advice that you would like to share from your heart, what would be your one best piece of advice. Christy, you go first. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> My best piece of advice would be you instinctively know that you want more. So why not take the leap and do that this year in one form or another Go with your gut and start to expand your horizons and grow beyond what you think you can do. Go with the gut and grow. That's a great one. Tomas? Damn, you took mine. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was said, you know what? We have so much potential in ourselves. We don't even know how much potential we, we have in our body. So it is possible to grow. And if you grow, it's not about success because success is given by other people. Satisfaction is given by yourself. So if you just grow and you can satisfy yourself, you become better. And it's not becoming better only in what you do, but how you feel. And that's all possible because we have a huge potential, potentiality in ourselves. Keep on growing, discover your potential. Fabulous. That's the best advice. I think that allows each person to feel that success within because they've done it in their own way. Fantastic. 
We thank you both so much for taking time with us today. Tell me again that website address. They can register on our website at europeanmastercertification.com slash duologue. And it's D-U-O-L-O-G-U-E. Well, that's fantastic. So our audience will know where to visit with you next. And to our audience, Smithers Oasis North America, Kristen, Tomas, and I want to thank you for joining us today. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and be sure to hit subscribe. You don't want to miss the inspired solutions our upcoming guests will share with you for your personal or business growth. If you have topics or guests you want to hear, please message me. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, I'm Sharon McGookin reminding you that like the unfurling petals of a flower, we grow by changing form, soaking inspiration in like raindrops, absorbing energy from others like warmth from the sun. This growth opens us up to new ideas and that's how we bloom.